Everybody see me ballin', big ballin', I be with my brothers Thanking God, then I thank my mother She beat the eyes, made it out the struggle Mellow pulled up in the lambs Jello pulled up in the right Welcome back to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, everybody Episode 58 today If you couldn't tell from our uh, lovely intro song That was the the beautiful artist, uh, Lonzo Ball I he goes by Zoe, Yeah, that's his rapper name And if you didn't know Lonzo Ball, he's got a brother named Lamelo Ball Who... Really wanted to be a piston, but at least we get a ball brother to be a piston. As we're starting off today's episode, as the Detroit Pistons have signed Leangelo Ball to a non-guaranteed one-year contract. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. If you do not know who Leangelo Ball is, he is the middle ball brother um, who was committed to UCLA. Like, all of them actually started at UCLA. Or I mean, like I'm not saying started lineup or anything, but he just he, well, he didn't play a regular his, season game. He start yeah, he started his career at UCLA. They were in a preseason, uh, like tournament thing in China, and he was and he stole some Louis Vuitton sunglasses from a store in in China, and pretty much got kicked off or got suspended for half the year, and then he just left UCLA, went and played in Lithuania with Lamelo. JBA. And then ever since then, he's kind of just been like no one really talks about him ever. Yeah, cause he had like a tryout last year with the Miami Heat. Uh, yeah, he was on the Thunder's G League squad. Uh, he's been bouncing around, but now it sounds like he's going to be the best player on the Pistons, uh, <laughs> taking all the shots. Uh, he's going to be the best ball brother. Let's be real here. In my opinion, I think that they just did this simply for a uh, publicity stuff. Just a, to give the Pistons more press. You know, the Pistons aren't a very talked about team. That's what at least I what I would assume it's. Yeah, I it's think it's for. to sell tickets. Yeah, and I don't think I honestly don't know if he'll even ever play a game as a piston. I mean, he might just be a G League guy. Dude, the Pistons. I mean, he's definitely going to start. I'm getting the Ball jersey. That's what I tweeted. Yeah, oh, I said I didn't it. See I that said fi- I can I finally get a Ball Pistons jersey. <laughs> That's dope. Not the one I expected to get, <laughs> but, but it'll work. He'll probably just be a G League guy. Um. At least it'll definitely at the beginning of the year, but I I don't know. You def- maybe it plays good. Hopefully. Yeah. So what are we talking about this episode? Um, this episode we're doing our weekly picks. We're talking about all the COVID stuff going on in the NFL. We have some talking about college football and basketball, and then we're gonna have three um upcoming NBA sophomores who we think are gonna take their game to the next level this upcoming year. So and let's right now during the episode Pittsburgh and. The Ravens are upstairs. Yeah, it's uh, uh they're, they're they're not literally upstairs. <laughs> it's but. halftime of the game right now. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much that game's going on right now. So let's get off. Uh, start off with the news. Some other news that happened today. The one, the only LeBron James signed a two-year, eighty-five million dollar extension to remain with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, just you know, solidifying that he's going to be a Laker for life. It's looking like, I mean, for the rest of his career. Which I think we kind of all expected. I know he's only mm-hmm. played two years there already, but you can just kind of tell. Like I could not imagine LeBron leaving the Lakers. No, where the, would he even go? The Lakers is like, it's him. It's where he should have been his whole career. Uh, like I think he fits the Lakers more. I don't know about like, that. More than any other player in the league. I mean, I keep, other than Steph Curry, I think. I mean, yeah, but you say that because he's been on the Lakers. Like we don't know that. No, what I mean else. is like. Steph Curry, that's just so random. No, like he like fits the big market. He's the well, face yeah. of everything. Like but that's I, what you think of when you think the Lakers. Well, yeah, but I mean he's LeBron James. Obviously, yeah, that's what gonna, I'm saying. Uh, well, like, he yeah, been a obviously Laker. he's gonna fit. Like, that, it just makes but, sense. Yeah, he'll be a Laker for his whole rest of his career. Anthony Davis still has yet to re-sign with the Lakers, but we all know it's coming. Um, uh, we hope. At least. Yeah, I, I do. You <laughs> know, you think it'll be funny. <laughs> uh, 
another some more news that happened today. The Michigan versus Maryland football game this weekend got canceled as Michigan shut down their uh, their facility this week because of COVID positive tests. But they're not really they're they're not releasing um how many positive COVID tests they have. And there's a rumor going on. Around, I saw this around rumor that Michigan is doing this to not play Ohio State mm-hmm. and to one prevent Ohio State from getting into the Big Ten championship game and just to screw them over. Just and well, and just so Michigan doesn't have to play Ohio State because we can all agree that Michigan is going to get murked by Ohio State. Um, if if we don't get murked, I will be so <laughs> mad. So like, I mean, do you think this is true? Because I saw them talking about it on the college football playoff show last night, and it. And they were all like, there's no way this would ever happen. But then they were kind of like, this actually like could happen. Like this could be because it's already kind of happened this year because you can just say, oh, our team has COVID t- positives. Like if you just have a couple and say that you're just canceling the game because you don't want to play against these big time schools that you're just going to beat you. And I hate to say this, this might be to cover Jim Harbaugh's ass. I'm not going to get after the Penn State loss. I'm not going to get killed by Ohio State and lose my job this year, you know. I don't know if it's true or not, but like and, I can see where they're coming and from. The, to qualify for the Big Ten championship, you do have to play six games. Um, Ohio State only has played four games this season. They're four and zero. There's only two weeks left in the schedule. They play Michigan State this weekend. That game is still under question whether it's going to happen or not. Not because of Michigan State, but because of Ohio State. Uh, they still have a bunch of positive COVID tests, and we don't know if that game is going to. Ryan Day, their coach, he he. They said even if the game happens, he won't even be able to coach the game. So. Uh, this, I mean, this could be a possible thing that's happening. I think it's kind of funny because like Ohio state's getting screwed over and that's just awesome. Like you love to see that, but I don't know. Uh, it, it's also really cowardly though. Yeah. If it it's, is. it's, I don't like it cause it's Michigan that's screwing. And it's just over. Michigan versus Ohio state. Like that's such, I really don't know if Michigan is doing that, but it's just been a thing talk all year that like, it's not just Michigan. Like yeah. other schools have also been doing this too. So I don't know. It's a bad look for Michigan. That's yeah, for sure. If this was the, if it came out that, you know, there was a somebody who's hot mic'd in a room with Jim Harbaugh and he's like, ha, ah, screw the Buckeyes. You know, that would <laughs> yeah. be, it would just make Michigan look soft. <laughs> um, next on the news, some more college football. Uh, break the Indiana's quarterback, <laughs> uh, Michael Penix Jr. He's kind of been a breakout quarterback this year, been playing very well. Uh, tore his ACL and he's going to be done for the year, which is just a heartbreaker for Indiana because. They're a team that's usually always decent at football, but never like really good until this year. They've been really good, led by Penix, and now he's done for the year. So it does, it does, it's a shame to see that happen. Mm-hmm, absolutely. More new, more injury, or not really injury news, but uh, Will Fuller, who's kind of been a been breaking out. Another yeah. guy who's been breaking out this year had a huge week against the Lions last week. Uh, he's been suspended six games by the NFL for violating the. Uh, What's it uh, called? Performance enhancement. Yeah, for, yeah, the PED policy. Uh, and he's going to be suspended six games. There's only five games left in the Texans schedule, and they're not going to make the playoffs, so he will be suspended for the first game of the year next year as well. Um, Fuller's entering a – he's going to be entering free agency this offseason. The Texans, I think, have pretty much said they're, they don't plan on bringing him back. So he's going to be a big-time wide receiver free agent. So, you know, this suspension, missing the first game, might, might be taken into consideration. Yeah, I definitely think uh, you'll see a lot of teams lowball him, but one team will just say we don't really care. Yeah, We're I mean, and he came him. out on his Instagram. He was the one that actually let everyone know that he was suspended. The NFL didn't even come out and say it first because he said that I was working with a trainer and I was putting stuff into in my body to be make it more healthy, and he said that it was cleared on the NFL's list and it ended up not being. 
obviously you can just say that and yeah. we you know make it sound better yeah make it sound like good but i mean maybe that is what happened cuz that's exactly yeah. what um happened with DeAndre Ayton and everything like he the, he was supposed to not be taking something that he didn't even realize yeah cuz trainers will just start throwing stuff at you cuz i well, think yeah. didn't Steph Curry ever run in i mean no. he didn't get he didn't get suspended but i remember reading something about his trainer giving him something I don't know. and he got in like a little bit of trouble cuz it was right on the break. i don't think he got in any trouble i don't i don't I think would, he got yeah. in it, like trouble trouble Obviously, um, we'd have heard about it. Some more news. Uh, the NFL, NFC East division-leading team, New York Giants, their quarterback, Daniel Jones, is going to miss a couple of weeks with a hamstring injury. Uh, you know, the Giants, at one time, we definitely consider them to be the second-worst team in football mm-hmm. uh, other than their fellow New York team, the Jets. And now they're first in their division, and they are a playoff team. So uh, they, But without Danny Dimes, you know, he actually has been playing pretty decent the past couple weeks. Colt McCoy's their backup, longtime NFL backup. He uh, hasn't really played very good in the time that he's gotten this year, so we'll, we'll see. I have not heard his name in a long I know. time. Colt McCoy. What team was he on before? He used to this? be on the Redskins. He like, yes. yeah, he used to be on them. Uh, it's funny too because if you go on ESPN Fantasy app and you just look up like Giants quarterbacks, it's Danny Dimes, Colt McCoy, and Eli Manning is still in fantasy. He I don't know why he's in <laughs> fantasy, but he like you could pick him up. Um, but the Giants, even though they're in first place right now, it isn't looking too good for them, especially with their quarterback out. Their last four games, they play the Cardinals, the Seahawks. The Ravens and some other really the Browns, yeah, it's a bad look. They they play four playoff teams. They right will now, not so. be in the playoffs. No, at the end of this, I doubt it. I mean, unless they somehow Colt McCoy plays good, but I doubt it. Last thing on the news uh, for me is Kemba Walker is going to miss the first three weeks of the season at least with a knee injury for the Boston Celtics. Uh, not that big of a deal. It's not a serious injury or anything, but just just a little information, I guess. This actually allows Jason Tatum to really be and Jalen Brown. I think this could be a blessing in disguise, in all yeah. honesty, uh, just because it gives Jalen Brown the keys. Hey, you are the second option. Who's uh, who's going to start for for Boston then night one? They'll probably just start Marcus Smart at the one, I would assume. Yep, at the two. Ooh, okay, but actually, let's say with Kemba Walker though, what is Boston's starting lineup going into this year? So you're going to start Kemba, Kemba at the one. Is JB the two, or do you move him to the three? I probably go JB at the two. At the three, Jason Tatum. At the four, Tice. At the five, no, you Thompson. can't play Tice and Thompson together. No. So way. who do you play at the four? You just play Tatum at the four. He I mean he played the four the last three? year. Probably Jalen Brown. And you start. You start. Just Marcus start Marcus Smart. Smart okay. Probably. You're you start Marcus Smart. I don't. You can't. You definitely can't start Tice and Thompson. Together. Yeah, probably not. Way too much non-shooting. Yeah, there. you're right. Um, I think Tice probably will still start over Tristan. Thompson. Oh, I would be surprised if he didn't. Just because he's been he's he's a been a Celtic for longer. But the thing is, I definitely do see the Celtics, like, I, I see somebody on the Celtics playing better than they did last year, at least kind of breaking out. Like, I could see, like, Romeo Langford becoming a role mm-hmm. player for them, or, uh, I don't know, Carson Edwards maybe even. I, I think we're going to have a lot of experimenting from yeah. this team. I think that, oh, no, uh, the Celtics picked up Jeff Teague, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Jeff Teague is a Celtic now, so he'll probably start. Did we ever figure out who Jay Crowder what team Jay Crowder's on? I think it was the Suns. Uh, we, we didn't confirm it. Yeah. We talked about it last I, time. I don't know. So I didn't confirm it, no. Um, but, yeah, the first thing I want to get into is just the, the COVID thing going on in the NFL right now. Um, I just kind of wanted to share, like, what we think what's going on. Because I was just watching um, last – or what was what's today? Wednesday? 
Yeah. Monday night, I was at, out at my parents' house and I was watching uh, the the pregame pre Monday night show with my dad. Adam Schefter was on there, Steve Young, all those guys, and they were just talking about this situation with COVID and everything, and how like the Broncos had pretty much played with no quarterback, and how this Ravens Cowboys or Ravens Steelers game is continuously getting moved and everything. I just what I want to know what you think about it, like how the NFL is dealing with it and everything, like. Do you think that they're handling it well or no? I don't see any way the NFL could handle it better, I guess, is my thing. Uh, The NFL's trying their hardest. They can't monitor everything and anything that's going on. Uh, You know, we've already seen, was it the Saints lose their seventh-round draft pick? Yeah, for celebrating uh, with maskless celebration. They're they're punishing people. They're trying their hardest. Uh, who Who was the team that just had the quarterback issue? Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. No, didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, and their but head coach was scolding the here's quarterback. The th- here's the thing, though. This is just kind of what I think. I don't. I just don't see a world how the NFL can let a team go out there and play without a quarterback. Like, how can that be allowed? How, like, how can you tell a team, yeah, go play this game and you can't have any of your quarterbacks? Like, I'm not saying that they should let them play because they have COVID. Like, that game should be canceled. That game should not happen. There should not be a, a – I know that the Broncos quarterback should have been smarter and everything. Yeah, they definitely should have, but I don't know. I just the, – the NFL has been – there hasn't been one canceled game yet this year. There's been postponements, and then they just changed the buys for everyone. They've been – you know, there's been more Tuesday night football this year than than ever before. Like, there's never been Tuesday night football. We're having Wednesday night football right now. So I think – see, I'm de- I think the Broncos should have to go out and play. I think they should have to be punished for and the way I, their quarterback's I, no, handled No, I get that, that but like – I don't know. I just, I just don't think that should ever be a thing, though. Like that's not even. I don't. Well, know. Well, they could have gotten a quarterback and played him, but I mean, they no, don't. they couldn't have. They, they can't. They pick. can't just go pick. Some, they has passed COVID. He has oh, to go get tested and yeah, have a good point. And quarantine. And they you see who they, they tried starting? Their their quarterback coach or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he was like uh, offensive assistant coach or something. I just think that what the NFL should have done is I just don't get. I don't see why the the. The playoffs can't just get pushed back a couple weeks. Yeah, like, me why either. can they not just cancel this game? All right, we'll do it next week, and then, or we'll do it after all the games are over and have a cut. You know, I just don't. I don't. I just feel like it'd be way better for them to, because now you're, we're seeing the Ravens right now. Their freshman team is playing against the Steelers. You know, they have 23 guys out today, nine yeah. starters. Like, it's just not a. It's I would. Why wouldn't you rather see the the full Ravens team play against the Steelers? That I, game I would rather, but I don't really care about like the Broncos. I I don't even remember who the Broncos played last week. The Saints. Okay, that is only going to hurt the Saints. You're now punishing the Saints if you push back the playoffs and say we're going to play this game a week after everybody else is done. I get. And I, I understand that, but like I you just, can't punish the Saints. It's not punish. Yeah, but it's 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 just like an injury thing though too. Like they're with injuries in the NFL, they don't happen as they they happen a lot, but. They're unexpected, so I've heard that case of everything. Like, there's injuries that are unexpected, just like this COVID stuff is is super unexpected. But I just I just don't understand though why the playoffs can't just get pushed back, and we're we're having these games that are just like they why are these games even a thing? Like this is just so weird. Um, another scenario that I've heard is that obviously there's seven playoff teams this year, and there's one uh one team that gets a bye, the one seed in each the AFC and NFC both start with a bye. But I've heard a scenario where they just make it a eight playoff team and then um, get rid of that that first week by so the playoffs pretty much start a week later, which 
I like that idea too. Um, but then there's a lot of teams in the playoffs, a lot of teams with probably not very good records, honestly. But I, I don't mind that idea either. Just to, just for allow that extra week, the week 18 for canceled games to possibly get played. But at this point, obviously it's too late. But I don't know. I just I don't see the problem with pushing back the playoffs just a couple weeks to to see these teams at full strength. I guess I don't know. And I and I do. I I disagree. I know, but like, don't. But do you see it's a, if a problem pushing the playoffs back? Like, is that an issue to you? The issue is the fact that so let's say you push back the playoffs so that the Saints and Broncos can play at full strength the week after the season was supposed to end, right? Yeah, what you're saying. Sure. sure so I now guess. the Ravens are sitting at home, or the Ravens wouldn't be because they'd be playing. The Steelers are sitting at home resting, watching the, this one game. The Saints who are in the playoffs, not getting to. Rest. I understand that. I no, I, I get what you're saying. Like you're punishing the team who didn't even have the it's issue. It's not really a punishment. I mean, if you're the but better team, they didn't team, have an issue. They've this, okay, but every team's had an issue this yeah, year at one point. That the Broncos Saints game wasn't their fault, but they'd be getting punished for. I it. get that. And the Broncos but, aren't even going to be in the playoffs. I like I said, I get that, but it's just I'm just saying what, what my side of the story, I guess. So, um, do you want to get into our our not our picks this week, but kind of our review of Week Twelve? Yeah. So last week we had, I mean, technically 16 games, but the 16th game is going on right now. Uh, some games that happened last week that I guess were kind of noticeable. We talked about this already, but the Lions got killed on Thanksgiving by the Houston Texans. Um, the Jets lose again. Miami beats them. The Cardinals lose to the Patriots after mm-hmm. Cam Newton threw, throws for 80 yards and, and two picks, zero touchdowns, and the Patriots still win that game. I mean, this is just sucks now because we literally said the Cardinals need to start losing games so the Lions can get in. The Cardinals are doing that. They're losing <laughs> and games. We are and winning. And we, we're just also losing games. So great job there. Uh, Cleveland barely wins against another horrible team again. Cleveland's got to be the worst 8-3 and three team in NFL history. They're scraping. They, Even Baker they Mayfield beat tweeted Jacksonville it. by like three. He tweeted it. He's like, I need to be better. We <laughs> That was bad. And I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. How are you guys winning? Battle of the AFC South uh, between Tennessee and Indianapolis. Tennessee wins this one. They put up like 40-some points. Derrick Henry had a crazy game. 100-something, 50 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Uh, Crazy game from him. The Las Vegas Raiders get absolutely killed by the Atlanta Falcons, like 46-3 or 43-6 or something. And that just that that surprised because LV has been decent this they've, year and and they've been yeah they've been pretty and good. Derek Carr has they've been, been good. above average, uh, but they just played like absolute garbage against a not very good team. Especially Atlanta's defense is like their Atlanta's offense is pretty good actually, but their defense is god awful and they scored less than ten points against them. Mm-hmm. Um, the LA Rams lose to San Francisco's JV team. Really odd there. Uh, New Orleans, obviously, they beat Denver. Den- if you didn't know, Denver uh, didn't. They had one completed pass in this game, I think. I think one. Yeah, it was one. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Judy went from being projected like 12 points to like 1.5 or something <laughs> just because they didn't have a quarterback. And then uh, Kansas City beats Tampa Bay uh, in a big-time game. It Tyreek was not Hill- a fun game to watch. Tyreek Hill had the craziest fantasy game. I thought Tyler Lockett was going to have the craziest fantasy game all year. Tyreek Hill topped it. I mean... That was nuts because you yeah. just thought he had to be done. Exactly, and he just wouldn't. He had make over two hundred yards receiving in the first quarter. That is insane, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Football: Seattle beat Philly, and Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson have been pretty much like just saying how Doug Peterson's going to get fired and Jalen Hurts needs to start. 
over Carson Wentz. Um, one thing I forgot to talk about that I thought I had on my news thing. I guess I I did. I just skipped over it. Um, San Francisco, they're actually going to be moving to uh, to Glendale in Arizona to play at the Cardinals Stadium for the next three uh, weeks because they, the COVID restrictions in the Santa Clara County where San Francisco is, pretty much they're not allowed to play football there. Like they're not even allowed to play anymore. So they're going to play their uh, two home games in Arizona. This this lasts until like the 21st of December or something. So they can still play the final game of the year back in San Francisco if it doesn't get extended. But I thought that was kind of interesting because that is interesting. two, uh, you know, division rivals that the Cardinals pretty much just said, hey, you can just come play here. Like, you know, just kind of shows that the NFL is a family, I guess. It's going to you know? be, you're going to see the same thing with like Toronto probably. Yeah. I mean, Toronto's basketball. playing in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's going to be cool. not the same thing, but, you know, mm-hmm. similar where they're just moving. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It'd be tough to just pick up and move. Yeah. Exactly. And I hope the car, but it's just weird because. Like, in Tampa, you know, I bet all the people in Tampa, they're going to become big Raptors fans. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a team here now. But, like, the Cardinals fans, like, that, the Niners are a rival. That'd be yeah. like if the Bears came and, like, yeah, come play at Ugh. Ford Field. You know? <laughs> it is a little weird. But, I mean, shout out to the Cardinals, though, for doing that because it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, week 12 results, you know, I, I had to check to make sure that this game going on right now didn't matter. And it actually doesn't matter. So out of 15 games, we're not even going to include this this 16. Uh, Easton got 7 out of 15, pretty average week. But me, I had 9 out of 15. Easton, I am now up 8 to 4. This is bad. I want to see what streak I'm on. I think I was up 5 to 4, so I think I'm on a 3-game streak. Here's 6 to 4, uh, 5 to 4, and I assume it was... It was four to four there, but did I win that one? Or no, you won that one. So I've won. I've won four straight. Yeah, I I can't catch a break out here. It's getting bad. It's you getting have to now that so this that's twelve games or seventeen total weeks. So you have to win out to yeah. to win, which is we could tie. Th- that would be insane. Could we tie? There's no. Five weeks left. So and yeah, no, we no. couldn't tie. No, one of us has to win. So if I win again, it's over. Yep. And you have to win out. Yep. So I probably, I'll just, so I'll just pick all I'll, I'll give you a chance at least I'll pick the Jets. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, do you want to hop into our weekly picks? Mm-hmm. Weekly picks, it's the weekly picks. It's the high tempo weekly NFL picks. High tempo weekly NFL picks. It is the high tempo weekly NFL. It picks. It is. No Thursday night football this week. We have Tampa Bay and Carolina on a bye. These are the last buys of the year. So we have 15 games this week. Starting off with the 9-2 and two New Orleans Saints traveling to Who Atlanta. Who did you just say was on a bye? Carolina and Tampa Bay. Okay. New Orleans at 9-2 and two, going to Atlanta to take on the 4-7 and seven Falcons. I'm still taking the Saints. It's tough because Taysom Hill really can't throw the football like at all. He's right just as bad as the... No, he's a little bit better than the Broncos. Oh started. yeah, oh yeah. I'm just, that was a joke. That was a joke for anything. But he, I'm still taking the Saints. He has made Alvin Kamara just not much of a factor in fantasy anymore. Fair. Um, I'm going with the Falcons. I really kind of. <laughs> I, I they beat the Raiders like forty to something. You know, like they're rolling. And, and the Saints. I'm not saying they're bad. They're nine and two. But like, is this Saints team with Drew Breesless Saints ten and two? Nah, they're more of a nine and three team in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have the two and eight and one Cincinnati Bengals at the seven and four Miami Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. Whether they start Fitzmagic or Tua, they're better than the Bengals. Oh yeah, this one's going to Miami. 
Come Joe on. Burrow's not even there. Come on. Next, we have the 1 in 10 Jacksonville Jaguars, who have almost won like the last three weeks in a row now. Taking on the 5 and 6 Minnesota Vikings. Adam Thielen's back this week. It is Minnesota's time to just run over Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going with Minnesota too, but if Jacksonville were to win, I wouldn't be surprised because, like I said, they almost beat Green Bay and Cleveland and somebody else the last couple weeks. I don't know why they're trying to win, but whatever. <laughs> as long as they're close. Yeah. Next, we have the uh, 6 and 5 Las Vegas Raiders taking on the 0 and 11 Jets. I listen, Las Vegas played awful last week. <laughs> But it doesn't it's matter. Still, Las Vegas. It does win. not matter. They have the perfect bounce back game. Yep. Here. Uh, Couldn't yeah. have asked for a better. Going with Vegas. Next, we have the seven and four Indianapolis Colts taking on the four and seven Houston Texans. The Colts. Somebody I want to actually. I picked the Colts. You picked. I also picked the Colts. Somebody I want to. What do you think of Deshaun Watson's season this year? It's been I. Somebody told me he's been really good this year. Who's somebody? I don't remember who. He's been all right. I mean, I, that's what I thought. You, I like, I don't, you really can't be really good at four and seven. That's what I said. Like, I was like, matter. there's no way. It doesn't like, matter how like how how crazy of a season you're Because if you're having that crazy of a season, your record's going to be better than four yeah, and he seven. He started off bad. And, it's yeah, that's the thing, too. It's not like they've been a case where they're a top offense, but their defense sucks. Like, their offense sucked at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year, like, bad. And it's, he was at fault for it. And it was, yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say. <clears throat> He's not all his Obviously, fault. he lost DeAndre Hopkins and everything, but. I don't know. The Texans just aren't very good. And no. Watson's having, like, I'm not saying Watson isn't good. He's still a top 10 quarterback, but, like, he just has been, he's been good this year. But mm-hmm. somebody commented on our TikTok, like, where's Deshaun Watson when we did our top five MVP? That was what I was thinking of. Yeah, That's yeah. why I said that. They're like, where's Watson at? Uh, did you, and this, it was like right after the Lions game, of course. So it's like, yeah, their team, they're four and seven, buddy. Like, I didn't even consider him. Didn't yeah. even come to my my brain. <laughs> I had to we comment back lost to him. A fan. I had to comment back to him. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that kid had to be nine years old, right? Right. And probably a Lions hater. <laughs> oh he's yeah, probably a Green Bay fan. Oh yeah, he's probably a Green Bay fan. Uh, next, we have <laughs> the eight and three Cleveland Browns taking on the eight and three Tennessee Titans. I'm going with Cleveland here. Baker Mayfield really? said he needs to play better, so he will. I'm going with Tennessee. Uh I don't trust Baker Mayfield <laughs> at all, and I trust Derrick Henry. So uh next we have the 4 and 7 Detroit Lions at the 5 and 6 Chicago Bears. Go Bears. Yeah, uh it's time. It's, it's that time. It's the this tide has changed. Uh I'm picking the Bears because I would prefer for the Lions to lose. But I have wait. Have we talked about Matt Patricia? No, we have not. Has that happened? Was that after our podcast Saturday? Yeah. Oh my God! I didn't we, even realize we that. haven't talked. Yeah, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn got fired. <laughs> They're um, gone. Obviously, everybody. You probably, if you're a Lions fan, you definitely know that by now. Hell, everybody knows that. We I was, should probably restart. The I was podcast. on the phone at work with my my buddy Bob. It's kind of weird because of Bob Evans and everything, but this guy's ninety something years old, ordering takeout, and he goes. I was just asked because I, I just know Bob. Like, I, I talk to him every time, and I was just like, how you doing, Bob? He's like, oh, I'm having a good day. The Lions fired their coach and their GM. <laughs> and I was like, even Bob is talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, the they're gone, and um, I'm taking Chicago because there's no point in the Lions winning anymore. But I could so see the Lions, now that Patricia's gone, just w- going on a winning streak. But if they finish at 9-7, and seven, that's cool. But, like, what I, I don't know. Dude. Because Only good even news. if they tank, like, what are they going to draft? Are they no, going to have a good know. draft? You know? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Only good news coming from Detroit sports lately. I mean, you got Leangelo, Matt, Trisha, Bob Quinn are out. Leangelo is in. Listen, <laughs> Detroit is different sports though. Detroit is Leangelo is not the coach. <laughs> um, uh, I saw uh, the very first thing I saw was the Detroit Pride. Uh, I think it was Detroit. You you tweeted about it. I think uh, where they just had the Kansas City offensive coordinator. Oh yeah, and they're like, please, dude. Literally, just go out and Kevin get the something. Best I forget his last name. Offensive coordinator available, or um, don't get a defensive coordinator. No, no, no. I, I San Francisco's defensive coordinator. I forget his name. Shula or something. I don't want him. Shul. No, he. No, you were. I would pref- probably prefer him over Chiefs coordinator, dude. Because Richard can't Richard Sherman, uh, the other day was on an interview, and it was after the Niners beat the Rams, and he said like, shout out. To, I I really don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his name while I tell the story. But he pretty much just said, like, shout out to him because, the, the as we know, the Niners have pretty much been playing with a JV, a JV squad and defense their whole yeah, the whole year. I mean, and they beat out. the Rams, and, and it was because of their defense. Um, And one sec, sorry, I can't multitask. No, <laughs> I can't either. Okay, uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> Robert Sala, S-A-L-E-H. I don't know if that's how you say it, but. Yeah, that's who it is. He said, "Shout out to him because if it wasn't for him, no way he'd have won this game." He's like, he's he's the best coordinator. He goes, and he and he was like, he needs to get that Detroit job. That's what he said. He said he is the front runner for the Detroit job. And I, the reason why I would like him though is because I don't know much. I'm worried that I trust me. I love the Chiefs coordinator. Oh, coordinator. I've talked about him a lot. I would really like for him to be the coach. But I'm worried that, you know, he's in an offense filled with so many weapons that it's just like, how could you not be a good offensive coordinator with that many weapons, you know? But the Niners defensive coordinator, he's a super players coach. Like, the players love playing for him, which is the exact opposite of what's been in Detroit with Patricia. Yeah, nobody likes playing for Patricia. So that's kind of why I would like that. But either way, I would be super happy. I don't know. I just think, think with the Kansas City offense coordinator... Even if we were losing, at least they'd be fun to watch lose because we wouldn't <laughs> be running stupid plays all game. Um, Daryl Bevel, though, is going to be the interim head coach for the rest of the season. He came out and said as well that like, he has something to prove because he, he's 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 fighting. For he the said job at he this said point. that he's has uh how many games four and seven five games left. He said he's got a five game uh interview pretty much like mm-hmm. to interview for the head coaching job next. It's a year. tryout. Yeah, which I hope he's not the head coach next year. But if the Lions go on a streak. He might be so, and if the players like him, they're gonna try and get him. I mean, on I, that li- I don't really have a problem with Bevel. I never really did. I I kind of like Bevel, but no, definitely not as the head coach. But mm-hmm. we'll see. On um, the next game, we have the seven and four L.A. Rams at the six and five Arizona Cardinals. This was my game of the week. <laughs> L.A. Rams. So I was what was I that? completely lost where we were. I forgot we were even talking. Yeah, I went about with the, the I went with L.A. Rams. I went too. with the L.A. Uh, LA, I mean, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in football. I He's mean, unbelievable. And but they did lose last week. They did lose. The team that I am starting to take as my Super Bowl or my NFC favorite, but we'll see. Next, we have the four and seven division leading New York Giants taking on the eight and three Seattle Seahawks. Definitely going to be the Seahawks. No, Danny Dimes, you're screwed. Going with the Seahawks as well. Next, we have the five and six New England Patriots taking on Justin Herbert and the three and eight Chargers. You're going with the Chargers. I am too. I pick them way too much, way more than I should. But it's like, it's because they're so likable. This they're is a such a Patriots forward. game too. Like mm-hmm. the Patriots come off of a big win, now they'll lose to a team that they should beat. Austin Eckler will have forty fantasy points. Maybe. 
Next, we have the three and seven and one Philadelphia Eagles at the eight and three Green Bay Packers. Green Bay. Yeah, I pick Green Bay too. Philly. Uh, there's really no more excuses for like Carson Wentz is is has been playing bad. He's just bad at this point. Like, he's, he's just, just bad. He's just no longer a good quarterback, which is kind of sad because I mean he was his team won the Super Bowl, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously he was hurt, but he was still there for the whole regular season. Next, we go to our four. Primetime NFL games this week. These will be our tiebreakers. Starting off with Sunday Night Football, we have the 4-7 and seven Denver Broncos, who will have a quarterback this week, taking on the 10-1 and one Chiefs. It's still the Chiefs, quarterback or not. Oh, yeah. Blake Bortles, Drew Locke, whoever it is, go Chiefs. You can bring back Peyton Manning. It's still the <laughs> I, Chiefs. I'm surprised John Elway didn't suit up, come <laughs> out from the booth and go play. Next, we have on Monday Night Football, the first Monday Night Football we have the four and seven Washington football team taking on the currently ten and zero Pittsburgh Steelers, but that will change in about an hour. No matter how good Antonio Gibson is, he is <laughs> not better than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I'm going Steelers as well. Uh, I did pick the Ravens to beat the Steelers today. Uh, this was kind of before all the COVID stuff too, so yeah. it really isn't a good pick looking at it. I do kind of want to check the score of that game though. Um, but our other Monday Night Football game is the eight and three Buffalo Bills at the five and six 49ers. You got? I'm going with Buffalo in this game. I've become a huge Buffalo fan. I'm probably in a Stephon Diggs jersey I for like Diggs, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, the blue because that is just the cold. It's so cold, and I really like I really like Josh Allen. I'm really excited to see what they do for the rest of the year. But I definitely think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I'm, uh, or no, I went with the 49ers. <laughs> Dude, you're multitasking ability. Poor. <laughs> Sorry, Pittsburgh's up 12-7 still in the late third quarter. So, I mean, it's it's not not over yet. Not over yet. Um, yeah, I went with the, with the 49ers here. Then we have Tuesday night football. The 3-8 and eight <laughs> Dallas Cowboys at the currently 6-4 and four Baltimore Ravens. That will change, like I said, in about an hour. I'm going with Baltimore. I am too because they're... They're probably going to end up losing the Steelers game. If not, I mean that would be crazy. But it's going to be a they need to win this. It's Cowboys a win. Game. It's win now. For yeah, Baltimore. They're in win now mode. Lamar Jackson will be back to play that game. So they didn't set themselves up for COVID right. And what I mean by that is they didn't win early when they had everybody. Yeah, true. They didn't win enough games at the start true. of the season. I, that's true. So is that pretty much all uh, we got for NFL? Anything yes. else you want to say? No. Any uh, teams you're really liking to win the Super Bowl right now that aren't the Chiefs? No, or the Steelers. No, because it is. Who's the your Chiefs. NFC favorite right now? Who's your NFC favorite? Because mine was the Rams, and I still don't. It's I don't know if it if if the the oh, Saints dude, had Breeze. Rams, if the Saints had Breeze, I'm taking the Saints mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. But and I I don't want to pick the Packers because like why the hell would I want to pick the Packers? No, I think my I'm favorite... going with the Rams. But there's a couple teams that are like. The Seahawks, obviously, you know, the Seahawks. Um, I don't think Seattle's good But enough. other than, like, the Bucks, obviously, still. Like, Tom Brady always finds his way in the Super Bowl. NFC will be interesting. It will. It will because be Because the AFC is it's probably going to be either the Chiefs or Pittsburgh. It's, I and mean, it's probably the Chiefs. And, but it's it, the thing is, though, it's probably going to come down to those two. Yeah. Exactly. In the NFC, there's, like, four or five different teams. But, like, mm-hmm. none of them are really elite. There really isn't an elite team in the I NFC. think the Saints are with Drew Brees. I think yeah. they're elite. They are. I mean, they have the best record in the NFC. So yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go LA. Just because I think their defense is so good, and their pass defense is so good. And when Goff plays good, they're good. But like, they're good. but Goff had played awful against the Niners. Mm-hmm. He had threw two picks. Um, 
That's been an issue with the good teams this year. You've seen Tom Brady quarterback play. Yeah. I don't know. There is a couple teams in the AFC though that I could like the Buffalo's eight and three. Yeah, Buffalo, Ten- Tennessee. When Derek, when Buffalo Derek Henry is Pittsburgh, when Derek Henry is playing like Derek Henry, they there isn't many teams that they'll lose to. Like I could, they could beat the Chiefs if if Derek mm. Henry had a if Derek Henry is playing like Derek Henry. You Dude, never your know. defense has to be unbelievable to beat no, the Chiefs. No, they definitely do. But, but like, the, there's been times this year, though, where the Chiefs offense has just randomly not been good. Yeah, it's always against random, Las Vegas. Random games against the, against the Bills, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my, my NFC favorite is probably still the Rams, and then my AFC favorite is definitely the Chiefs. But Pittsburgh, I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh is barely beating Baltimore's middle school's team right now. <laughs> Seventh elementary school. The Baltimore elementary school. <laughs> Um, so let's get into some uh, college football news. Some crazy stuff happened this weekend as two things happened that I did not, I thought it'd be the opposite. Michigan State knocks off undefeated number eight Northwestern, and then Michigan loses to winless Penn State. Obviously, Penn State is no yeah, longer Yeah, how about winless. that Michigan State game? <laughs> that, was a, that was a good game. Yeah, State, they had a huge comeback win. They were down by uh, multiple touchdowns. Came back and win. I didn't watch it. I was at work, but... Uh, I did watch the Michigan game though. Pretty pathetic. Pretty, I watched the start of it and just stopped. Pretty pathetic, man. Like it's just, it sucks to see that. Okay, no, I don't know. It's funny. This isn't about Michigan. It's about state. But there's three teams in college football right now that have yes, two top fifteen to wins. Yeah, and it's Bama. Somebody else, Notre I don't know. Dame, is it maybe it's an Notre Dame, Bama, somebody, and then Michigan State, and Michigan State only has two wins, but it's against Michigan at the time was top fifteen, and uh, and then obviously against Northwestern, the college football playoff, uh, the, the updated one came out Monday night, and or this might have been last night, but it is still the same. It's still Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State with. Texas A&M and Florida at 5 and 6. Um undefeated Cincinnati's at 7 and undefeated BYU is at 13, which is just kind of disrespectful. Uh BYU's played really good this year. Zach Wilson, their quarterback, a lot of people are saying the Lions are going to draft him. He's supposed to be a first-round draft pick. Uh interesting, I don't know. But yeah, like I said, um MSU Ohio State game is they MSU plays Ohio State this weekend. It has yet to be canceled, but it's kind of looking like it's going to be canceled. Do you think it'll be Mm, I have no idea. Would you rather see this game happen or rather? I want to see canceled? it happen. I want to see if Michigan State can keep knocking off top. Because if it teams. doesn't happen, then then the Michigan Ohio State game doesn't even matter. Ohio State won't make it to the yeah. Big Ten championship. No, I want it to happen. Wait a second. Wait a second. Who gets in the Big Ten championship if Ohio State doesn't qualify? I don't know. On our side, no idea. Is it? No, it's Indiana. It's Indiana. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say Michigan State, but no, yeah, I, it's, I completely forgot Indiana. So here's yeah. a question for you. What's that? Is Michigan the worst team in the Big Ten? Ah, I don't right? know. I don't know. Minnesota's pretty bad, actually. I mean, we killed Minnesota. but they're, And they're bad, too. Like, they haven't been good all year. Um, yeah, they probably are because it's between Penn State and Michigan, and Penn State beat them. I mean, and I it, Rutgers isn't good either. I mean, Michigan beat Rutgers. It, it's probably Rutgers. I dude, I it might be Michigan. It might be Michigan. But Michigan bad. did beat Rutgers and though. Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Minnesota is better than Rutgers. But yeah, me too. I'm just saying, like those are two wins that I have. Yeah, so they're probably. I'd say not. it's a toss up. They're in the bottom three though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And somehow state isn't, which I mean, state still sucks. Trust me, they're not good, but they're they're just a little bit better, I guess. But basketball this weekend, that was fun to watch. Some Michigan, Michigan. Yeah, we state. can 
We can get into basketball. Um, Sunday night, um, you're telling me the Michigan game on Sunday was fun to watch? It was fun to watch because uh, <laughs> the starting center for Oakland, I'd played against him in AAU. Really? That. Yeah. That's he, cool. I didn't know that. He uh, played for North Oakland Wolfpack. That's cool. But, yeah, uh, Oakland takes Michigan to overtime. Overtime, uh, Michigan end up beating him in overtime. They actually looked really good in overtime, Yeah, they too, did. which was really weird. Mike Smith didn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> and, but Hunter Dickinson, I don't understand what Michigan was doing because when the ball got to him at the middle of the uh, zone, he torched uh, Oakland. Torched yeah. them. Making great passes, great yeah, reads, killing good. people. I'm worried for when State plays Michigan because I really don't know what our matchups are going to look like when Dickinson – because he don't start, right? Dickinson? No, uh, I mean Davis I know. Does. Okay, yeah, I know he didn't. That's which is really weird. I don't like. I don't like him at all. Yeah, I don't I mean, like. His he's, arm. he's just older. That's. I think that's why he's. he's but I don't know. I don't think Joey Hauser will have that big of an issue with him. I mean, it's. I think Kithier probably guard him honestly, but maybe. Um, I don't like the way Joey Hauser looks. <laughs> I learned that they this look week. very similar. Him and Kithier do. But uh-huh. Virginia got upset by San Francisco earlier this week. They were the number four team in the country. Um, Kentucky is now one and two after losing to Kansas the other night, which. It's really surprising because I really like like Kentucky squad. I this like BJ Boston, Devin Askew. I really like Terrence Clark a lot. Mm. Uh, Isaiah Jackson, man, he had a crazy game yeah. last night against Kansas. He had like eight blocks and t- and like fifteen rebounds or something. Him and Rocket, those teammates, they put I up, know. They put up yeah. some good games. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like. I'm actually rooting for Kentucky this year just because they have a lot of freshmen that I like. Um, but yeah, the big news was last night: Michigan State beats Duke for the first time in the regular season under Tom Izzo. Uh, Izzo was two and twelve going into this game against Duke all time. Both wins coming in the tournament, but now he's three and twelve as we beat him for the first time. It was at Cameron Indoor as well. Rocket Watts had twenty points. Um, you know, it was State's defense was really the mm-hmm. the thing for me. We were for, I mean, we played pretty sloppy in the first half. A lot of turnovers, a lot of missed I shots. I played sloppy in general. But the second half, I don't think we. It did. wasn't as bad, but there were some sloppy. Plays. We definitely like we had way too many turnovers and just. There was times where it just offensively we were like we were really just struggling to score in general, like even just just even getting to the free throw line or anything. A lot of four shots, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, our defense though was solid the entire game. I mean, Duke was was struggling against our defense the whole game, which was really surprising me just because we don't really have a true big man this year. Uh, Julius Marble came off the bench and had one hell of a game, had a monster dunk. Uh, Hauser played really good, like you said. Foster played very Foster well. Had, Foster played like a leader. He did. Uh, he didn't have the crazy games in the stat book, but Foster definitely did play like a leader, and that's kind of a, what I've said is the thing that I'm worried about with State this year is we don't really have that leader. But Izzo, I mean, Foster Lawyer's a team captain this year. Like, Izzo has trust in Foster Lawyer, which I if Izzo has trust in him, then I, I, I'll believe him, I guess. Um, Foster did have some bad defensive possessions, though, where he just yeah. was like – they the, literally he was guarding somebody and they just went right at mm-hmm. him just because he's just gonna follow. I realize that there's score. no point in him playing help side defense. No, because he's like, just gonna just, follow. He's just gonna follow, and him. it's just gonna be an M one. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you <laughs> what though, when Rocket was started playing sloppy first half and in the second half he started playing sloppy for a couple possessions. Foster came in, cleaned up everything, yeah. and the offense looks great when it's the ball's outlet to him and he's running up the floor. Yeah. He makes such good decisions mm-hmm. in the open court. But yeah, Rocket uh, definitely had a really good second half. Aaron Henry, uh, even in the first half when we were struggling, got us some key key mm-hmm. buckets to get us going a little bit. Just like 90 floaters. The yeah, whole, like, I know. So many floaters. And he was hitting a decent amount mm-hmm. of them, too. Um, Gabe Brown had a pretty decent game. But State is those emphasize, you know, this this State team is pretty deep. We are, we're older, too. 
Uh, there's no seniors on this team, but we have like seven juniors. I mean, Josh Langford technically is a is a senior, but I loved watching Aaron Henry. Aaron Henry get after uh, Rocket Watts for a bad shot. Yeah, Rocket Watts took a bad shot. And Aaron Henry freaked out on the sidelines, and then he calmed himself down and talked to Rocket about why it was bad. It was great. It was really nice to see. It was funny because Aaron Henry was sitting in Tom Izzo's seat. Yeah, I know. I saw that, awesome. and then he started coaching him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this this is just huge for me as a state fan because, like I said, we we play Duke almost every year in the regular season, and we never beat him, and we finally did, and it was just really awesome to see. I'm really excited to see how this state team grows throughout the year because it's going to be fun. But speaking of Big Ten basketball, right now we have three Big Ten schools in the top five. We have Iowa at number three, Illinois uh, at number five, and I messed that order up. Wisconsin's at number four. I went three, <laughs> five, four. Um, but could could we have four Big Ten teams in the top five? I don't State's got to so. be top no, five, No, State right? does, right? But They were number eight. They beat I, number six. And the other three teams but are undefeated. the thing is, Illinois is playing Baylor tonight. Uh, mm. they're, Illinois is playing Baylor tonight. Number five, Illinois, led by Junior Phenom, Ayu Dosamu, taking on Baylor, Jared Butler, Massey Oteague. Uh, Baylor's nice. Baylor's number two. It is two. so funny because every time you've mentioned I can't even say his name. Dosamu? Dosamu. Every time you say him, you just call him the Junior Phenom. I, oh, yeah. Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Um, we should make a list of like our best players in college basketball right now. Like yeah, who we, we could. Think. We should do that Saturday because mm-hmm. I, I want to get really into college basketball this year. Because last year I was in more just into state, but like I want to get into everything. Yeah, and I, I really to, do like Illinois. I mean, I need to get more into it. Yeah, and other conferences. and I think us making a list would would because yeah. the the top fifty uh, Wooden Award winners, like preseason winners, were uh, all were posted the other day, and there's just a. There's no no state guys or no Joey Hauser was on the list. So was Livers, but um, yeah, that was pretty much it. It was nice uh, during the Oakland game to go back to that watching Isaiah Livers and Juwan Howard yell at each other. It yeah, was Liver, like, Livers got to step up and be a leader. Yeah, yeah, they like. I'm gonna check the. the it thing was real quick. fiery. They were not happy with each other. Uh, Isaiah Livers was taking bad shots, making bad decisions, and Juwan Howard got after him, and Isaiah Livers stood his ground, but. Uh, Isaiah Livers went on to score 16 points in the rest of the game after being yelled at. Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't watch that game. I, uh, they play Ball State tonight, though. Michigan does. Um, I'm excited to watch Northwestern. That's another team yeah. where uh, their center. I, I played against him in AU. Too. I, I know who you're talking about. Seven yeah. foot two or um, seven foot Matt Nicholson. Yeah, he's. I uh, have you seen Michigan's schedule this year? Their mm-hmm. their basketball schedule. It's really weird. They have like no they don't play a single at currently they don't play a single currently ranked team until like February. And then their last like 8 games of the year are against like State, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin. Rutgers is ranked. Uh then State again, like all those teams twice. What we call a turn, tournament tune-up. Yeah. Like they 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 have a kind of an easier schedule at the beginning. They don't really have any non-conference big games. And then they play the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. and then I love <laughs> State it. State plays Virginia next week um, on next next Wednesday, so another big time uh, non conference game. The Hauser brothers going to take it on against each mm-hmm. other. We'll see how that goes. I wonder. I was curious what happened in uh, Marquette to make them both want to leave. Yeah, and well, and they both had to sit out last year, which mm-hmm. was really really unfortunate because I would have loved to to see. 
Hauser last year on that team. And but, I don't I don't get how the transfer rule works. Yeah, I don't so know like either. Why, some some guys like Mike can, Smith doesn't have to sit out. Well, he's a graduate transfer though. That's the he's he's in his fifth year of college technically. Oh, so once you're a graduate transfer, you can go do whatever you want. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But uh, that's what somebody else is too. I'm trying to think. I I can't remember. But is there anything else college basketball related we can talk about? I'm trying to think of. Uh, I'm pretty sure UNC is playing Texas right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jalen Johnson, though, last night for Duke, had a, didn't really play very well. As, he started off really well. Yeah, he, did, he started off, yeah. Something but, happened. Um, yeah, Jalen Johnson was had a crazy game in their first game of the year. But this Duke team has four first-round picks on it. So, I mean, like. <laughs> they should find a way. They'll find a way, yeah. I, we should do a, a way-too-early mock draft, too. A way-too-early. I, like I like that. I like that. That would be fun. But, uh. Yeah, let's get into our NBA topic of the day. So we have three NBA sophomores who we think are going to take their game to the next level. And this is, um, by sophomores, I mean guys who were rookies last year. They're going to be sophomores this upcoming year, like Ja Morant's class. You won't see Bull Bull on this list, though. He's <laughs> yeah, a rookie. he technically is a rookie, which makes zero sense. What the hell, NBA? I have two honorable mentions on here. Okay, I, I didn't put any honorable mentions, surprisingly, because I usually always do. But uh, who do you got? Uh, one guy who would be on here if uh, so, Cameron Reddish, I put on here. Uh, he would have made. The I jump. wanted to talk about this. He would have made the jump in my eyes, like to being like a very good role player uh, this next season. However, the Atlanta Hawks have added a bunch of new players. I don't think he'll get lost in the rotation, but you just won't see his stats take a jump. He will obviously. I think he'll be a better player. And he's going to help that Atlanta Hawks team a lot. Yeah, he'll be one of the guys that just his numbers don't show up in the stats book. Mm-hmm. That's something I did want to talk about, though. I, I want to talk about Cameron Reddish and I don't know why we're saying Cameron Reddish. Yeah, I don't know Cam why Reddish we're... and DeAndre Hunter before we get into this list. Because what's going to happen to these two guys? You know, obviously these are two top ten picks. Both play the small forward position. I mean, Cam Reddish is more of a two-slash-three where Hunter is more of a three-slash-four. But um, two guys that were top ten picks that both had... Pretty, you know, Hunter had a below average rookie year. Reddish stepped it up at the end, but it was still an average rookie year. Mm-hmm. And now they are on a team where, you know, I they will get minutes, but like, I don't know how fluently. And obviously, we are going into an NBA season where you're going to want to have, you know, 11, 12 guys because of COVID and everything. You know, you're going to want to have a deep team trust who you can trust guys to play. So they definitely will get opportunities to get big time minutes, but. What do you think is going to happen with these two guys? I I can really and I, I hate to say this. I don't. I'm not a DeAndre Hunter hater. I don't. I don't yeah. love the guy, but I think I could see him kind of fading away out of the league. Uh, more like out a, of the league, not like this year, but like event like Stanley Johnson. That's okay. that's his career arc. I see. I mean, Stanley right Johnson is still in the league. Yeah, but barely. Like he's <laughs> hanging on by yeah. his nails. Uh, but I think Cameron Reddish. I don't as much as I think he could get lost. I think he could kind of step and be up a. Jeremy Grant kind of guy, not that level of talent. Because obviously Jeremy Grant's elite, but I could see Cameron yeah. Reddish being very good and like maybe following the career arc of Jeremy Grant would be a career arc. Possibly, I definitely de- don't see both of these guys being Atlanta Hawks within like two years though. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's got to go, mm-hmm. just because there's just so and they still have value. Like honestly, if I was the Hawks, maybe at the deadline this year, I'm looking to move. Hunter or Reddish because they're still younger players. Uh, but obviously we don't know how they're going to play. But I, I think it is going to be weird how we're going to see Reddish and Hunter play this year. And my next guy is uh, Rui Achimura. Uh, yeah. I put him on here just because I really like him. 
I think there's a chance, but he's playing with Bradley Beal and John Wall. You're going to have a tough time yeah. <laughs> blowing up with those two guys. So when I did this, I actually did rank them as of how I think like they're going to uh, like blow up. Like My number one guy is, I think, going to break out the most. So I will go three to one, I guess. I didn't do that. Yeah. I just have three guys. So I'll just say it. So my and I I don't think you did, but I didn't put Ja or Zion on here because I think it's kind of expected that I they're put going lower to, tier rookies. Yeah. I mean I I wouldn't say I put lower tier rookies. Yeah, but, I, my rookies were obviously good. But, but um I mean I had, none of these guys were all rookie team actually though. I so but one of mine was um, maybe two. Yeah, Ja or Zion isn't on here just because I think it's pretty expected that they're going to break out. I mean, they, Ja could easily be an All Star this upcoming year, so I didn't put them on there. But my first guy is a guy who a lot of people get say got snubbed from an All Rookie team this year, and that was the third overall pick, RJ Barrett. Uh, I actually think RJ Barrett is really like overhated. I'm not going to say he's underrated, but I definitely think he's overhated. Um, last year he averaged 14.3 points, five rebounds. 2.6 assists on 40% shooting, 32 from three. Only shot 61% from the line as well. But um, I really do think R.J. Barrett has the tools to become a really good NBA player, especially with the Knicks. Um, they they are they're still the Knicks. You know, I mean, they're not going to be very good. He's still going to be a, in a spot to be the leading scorer for that team. Now he has a couple more veterans around him, um, and he has a, a running mate in Obi Toppin that he can, you know, maybe play make a little bit more because he's he is a point forward. I know he plays mm-hmm. like shooting guard, but he's a ball dominant player. So I'm I, I think he can make that jump. I'm excited to watch RJ Barrett's. I like to turn, I like saying career arc. I think it's my new favorite thing. <laughs> but I think he's gonna have a very interesting one. He's either, I think he could just keep on growing and growing to the fact where he's a very good NBA player. I think so, too. Uh, I think he could be an all-star. He's a point. legit scorer. Like, he's a scoring. Because at Duke, I mean, he was, at times at Duke, he was better than Zion. Mm-hmm. I there mean, were, he there was, were games. He he was excellent at Duke. Mm-hmm. So. And I don't see why that his game doesn't translate into the NBA. He's athletic. He can kind of shoot. Sh- yeah, the shoot. He can play himself. He gets himself open very well. He can play defense when he wants to. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, it's he. He's an all around player. So I guess I will rank my guys. You right don't now. have to if you don't want. I mean, uh, my guy who might not break out as much, but I think will break out is Cam Johnson. I could see okay. Cam Johnson on the Phoenix Suns turning into a stud this year alongside Chris Paul and Devin Booker. He might not score a lot of points. But, I mean, with Kelly Oubre gone... Top-tier role player, though. You're yeah. taking Chris Paul in, who gets everybody involved and makes everybody better. I could see Cam Johnson being a monster yeah. this year. Very talented. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. I do really like that pick. My next one is kind of a shot in the dark. A guy who I've really liked. Uh, I liked him when he got drafted. And he definitely underperformed this last year. But it's Darius Garland. Uh, I, I could so see Garland... Breaking out this year, you know, hope by breaking out, I mean going from three assists to like seven assists. <laughs> he led the league, led the Cavs in assists last year. I have in three point nine assists, twelve point three points, forty percent from the field, shot thirty five and a half percent from three. Which I mean, Garland, that's what he was kind of no, he was good known for his offensive game. He was a great shooter and a and a good ball handler. And I do think Garland's going to take that step. Obviously, him and Sexton in the backcourt, Sexland. I know Easton <laughs> likes that. Um, you know, they're both undersized guards who can't really play the best defense. So, And Sexton took that jump last year. He averaged 20 last year. So um, I could see Garland doing the same exact thing this year. And I, I like Garland's game. See, I haven't seen a lot of Garland's games, so I can't say whether I like yeah. him or not or whether I think he's going to be successful. But I can understand the pick because there's no better time to blow up than if you're on the Cleveland Cavaliers right especially, now. Especially, yeah. or es- Definitely. I don't know why I said especially. <laughs> uh, my number two, uh, Kobe White. 
Uh, had a yeah, like good that. rookie year last year. Good. He had a really good stretch. The second half of this of the rookie year, and that's what kind of points to mm-hmm. him possibly breaking. I think out, he yeah. will break out for a whole year. I think Billy Donovan isn't going to come here and lose. I think Billy Donovan wants to win basketball games, so I can definitely see him stepping up and being very good. He's not going to score a lot of points. He's playing with Zach Levine. The marksman's only getting better too, uh, but I think he's going to be good. Wendell yeah. Carter's getting better. This whole team they is have a growing. nice young core, uh, and I think Kobe White's going to grow right with them. And I love his attitude. I love how he interviews. I like him as a player. Yeah. So obviously that does affect. I uh, I, he'll blow up. I was really considering putting Kobe White in here, and honestly, if I would have had an honorable mention, I would have put Kobe White. But I kind of just went with Gar. I'm, I do think Kobe White is going to be better than Garland, but I just thought I just took Garland, Garland blow on this up list. More. Yeah. But um, just because he had a worse rookie year, I yep, guess the growth. Yeah. But Kobe White, I mean, it's obviously I'm not really comparing him to Trey Young, but. Similar to Trey Young, where he Trey Young was kind of decent at the beginning of his rookie year, and then in the second half of the rookie year, he played very well. Mm-hmm. Kobe White did. I mean, obviously he didn't put up the numbers that Trey Young does, but he had a very good second half to his rookie year, and he's. I could definitely see him expanding on that this entire season. My number one guy is a guy who I think is by breaking out. I think he could like be an All Star this year, and it's surprising because this guy. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the stats right, and I want you to guess who it is. He averaged 9.3 points last year, 4.7 rebounds, 0.8 assists, shot 51% from the field, and 42% from three. Uh, I don't want to sound like an idiot because I don't really know my guy's <laughs> stat line. But is it P.J. Washington? No. Who is it? That's kind of, That's not a bad guess, though. It's a guy who technically isn't even a rookie, but he was. Michael Porter Jr., man. Oh, okay. Michael Porter yeah. Jr. is being handed the keys to become an all-star next year. Yeah. No more Jeremy Grant. Paul Millsap did resign, but, I mean, he's not going to have that significant of a role. But Jeremy Grant is gone. Um, Torrey Craig is gone. So that 3-4, I mean, Will Barton's back. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that we can all agree that Porter's probably going to start at the 4 next year. And in the bubble, Michael Porter played pretty well, and he rebounded the ball well, shot the ball well. And I think that he's he's going to average probably 18 a game next year. I mean, I don't see I don't see why he can't be that third option for Denver when, you know, they don't really need to go get one when maybe they think Michael, you know, everyone was kind of hating on him for not making a trade to get Drew Holiday or Buddy Heald or nothing, but maybe they just think that MPJ is that guy. And I can definitely see that because MPJ is an elite scorer. Where I'm kind of nervous about him is uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic. He had some bad comments, uh, some very You're right, rookie yeah. comments uh, during the playoffs. Jokic and Jamal he, Murray. I don't think he meant any harm by no, it. No, me he either. Just, it wasn't really, yeah. They're very rookie comments. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic got to tell him, hey, this is the way it is. You're the third option, but you're here to win basketball games. Yeah. And as long as he gets in that role of, okay, I'm the third option, that doesn't mean I can't go out and score that 30 a game. That doesn't mean that he can't be the, the leading scorer because yeah. Jokic is probably going to average 20, or he, 20 at the max. Max, I would think. Jamal Murray... I'm going to say, like, max, for because I don't really know. 23. I, I, I was going to say, like, 22, 23 max, but probably more realistically, like, 18 or 19. I mean, there's no reason no, why MPJ can't go out and average 18 next year, yeah, too. Yeah, no reason. Uh, he's an elite scorer, elite rebounder, very for just for his, I mean, uh, for the wing position, yeah. yes. And I, I don't see why he can't be a good defender. Yeah, uh, he has, yeah, he, he has the wings. Spe- yeah, and if he's, I just really hope he can stay healthy. Me like, too. really, really hope he can stay healthy. So my number one guy is P.J. Washington. Okay, yeah. Uh, P.J. I, Washington. I, I was thinking of him, too, when I did. I almost wanted to do five, but I just stuck with the three. He was very good last year as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a very solid rookie year. They got overshadowed by John Morant. 
and uh, Zion. But you could see he was P- all rookie second team. I'm pretty sure. You, I think so. You could see PJ Washington stepping up uh, now, playing with Gordon Hayward, Lamelo Ball, Devontae Graham. You're gonna see him with Lamelo Ball. You might see four lobs a game. I was gonna say I think him and Lamelo is gonna. It's just gonna make PJ Washington better just yeah. because he's it, he's kind of a similar. I'm not saying not comparing Lamelo Ball and Chris Paul. Okay, but similar. <laughs> Like ideologies, like like Lamelo Ball will only help. Yeah, PJ Washington because won't like hurt PJ him. Washington is a he's an undersized four that also plays the because he can play the five, but he's only mm-hmm. like six seven six yeah. eight. Like he's not very tall, but he can stretch the floor. That's this, and he shot over forty percent. I'm pretty sure last year from three. I'm pretty sure. I think so. I know he shot more That's than why league I average. Him yeah, when you said forty, I think he might have shot like thir- high thirties. He definitely shot above league average, but. Um, for a for a big man as a rookie, I mean that's that's incredible. That's so, unreal. Uh, he yeah, he's Athletic. another he's another guy that's kind of being given the keys. Like we, now you have an elite playmaker with you. I mean Devontae Graham was pretty good last year, but Lamelo Ball, I is think I would say he's an elite playmaker as even as a rookie. I, yeah, I, I would think I'm it. fine with saying that. Me too. Um, and now he has Gordon Hayward there, so he it takes kind of some of the pressure off of. PJ Washington, if he's you know playing really well, they don't just throw all the defenders at him. Mm-hmm. You have guys like Gordon Hayward who are going to score. Obviously, Devontae Graham is still going to score. Terry Rozier is still going to get his buckets. Malik Monk still going to shoot some. So it's actually like weird because I've been looking at the Hornets roster more and more. Though I don't love it, and it's not a good roster. It's not an awful roster. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, it's eh. they won't yeah. be good. <laughs> But like, it's not the most terribly like, built like roster. They I've probably seen. won't make the playoffs. But I mean, you never know. They, I think the worst built roster in the NBA is still the Pistons. Probably like the most poorly assembled roster. Like I really think the I, I don't know why because there was a time where I was thinking maybe the Pistons might be decent this year, and I don't want that to happen. There's no way that they happens. they like, will not be. Good. They, I hope they're the worst team in the league, but Me they'll too. definitely be bottom five. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh is up nineteen to seven now with seven minutes left in the fourth. Baltimore does have the ball though. Um. So, do you want to do our uh, these city jersey reactions? Do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Do you not want to? No. For okay. sure. <laughs> I was just thinking, like maybe for Saturday. I mean, we could do that. Yeah. I mean, we're. I guess we already are an hour in. Yeah. Maybe Saturday. I, would, I wouldn't mind waiting for till Saturday. Yeah. We could right now though do uh, NBA Christmas Day games though did yep. get released today, so we can talk about those real quick before this is over. I just. Got to pull them up real quick. We're bad at multitasking. <laughs> uh, I usually am good at multitasking, but... But it's talking while multitasking. Yeah, exactly. Carrying on a train so of So these are the games. The first one is the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Miami Heat. Uh, let's just give our thoughts on all of them. Pelicans, they're only playing because Zion. Yeah, they're only playing because they're a young, up-and-coming team. This usually happens on yeah, Christmas Zion, Day. They played on Christmas last year, yeah. and Zion didn't even play. <laughs> so, I mean, the Heat... I don't know. Heat should win this game. I'm really excited to watch the Heat play. Uh, Tyler Hero is another guy that I almost put on here, but then I thought he might just kind of fade and just be yeah. the same player. More more efficient, probably, because that happens as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should have done Heat-Celtics, I feel like. Me too. Or uh, more or Heat-Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, or, he, they so should have done Heat-Bucks. Oh, these so... Well, the next one is including the Bucks. Warriors-Bucks. Which I like that, but like that's not really a right. Like I want mm-hmm. Braun versus the Warriors, yeah. or Braun versus, or I mean the Warriors versus uh, the Rockets or something. Yeah, something where it's like an inner. Yeah, or the Warriors versus the or no Warriors Nets play uh, opening day because I mean we got to think Christmas Day games are these are going to be like the second game yeah, of the year. Three, for most three days then isn't December twenty second. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Warriors Bucks though. I I like that one. That Me one's too. cool. That one's cool. That's a tough couple games for the Warriors to start yeah, off the year. Nets and then Bucks. They only have two weeks of or three weeks yeah. of practice. And I think they the NBA tried to make the schedule so that traveling was a lot. And like if like the Pistons are going out to play the Lakers, they're going to play the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Kings, all those teams while they're out there. That makes sense. They just make road trips like longer, but so you can get all the games out of the way. Uh, the next one is Nets Celtics. Which another one that's like it, they, it probably just because of Kyrie, right? Like Kyrie playing against the Celtics. Yeah, and it's just it's two good teams, two top teams, uh, heavy hitters in the, in the East, East. Yeah, uh, like I'm cool with that one. Me too. I like that game. I love the. Lakers I would have liked game. Raptors Celtics though. I would have. Oh. The, the Raptors got snubbed of a Christmas Day game. They really did. Yeah, especially with you might see, pa- ah, but I'm, I would say they, like, they got snubbed. So I would say in my head, like yeah, Pascal Siakam might be playing at an MVP level at Christmas. But Christmas is three days <laughs> yeah. after the season he might starts. Score forty night one and be the MVP. Uh, next we have Mavs Lakers. Love this. Love that. But I really would have preferred Lakers Clippers. Me too. I so would like that first game of the year last year. Lakers Clippers was awesome. So good. And that game was the game where I was like, dude, the Clippers are gonna win it all. Like, there's no way they don't. Uh, yeah, Mavs Clippers though. Luca versus LeBron. The young king versus the the current king. <laughs> the king. Uh, and then the last one we have a uh, I lo- I love this one though, which is I'm fine with no Clippers Lakers because it's Clippers Nuggets. Ugh. Oh, I love that the three one comeback, Marcus Morris and and Jamal Murray going at it. I mean, I love this. I mean, one. this is fresh in the players' heads. This happened two months ago. Yeah. They played. That's three. why I think it should have. They should have just done all the playoff matchups. Heat yeah. Lakers. You know, like I said. Uh, Celtics Buck, or Raptors. They should have done Bucks Heat. I think Bucks Heat, yeah, would have been would have been way better, honestly. The Lakers can play the Mavs, because honestly, they didn't really have a good series. Yeah, Lakers but. can play the Mavs. That's cool with me. But the Raptors got snubbed of a Christmas Day game. The Blazers got snubbed. Uh the Rockets, I mean, how can you not put Harden, Harden and Westbrook? Russell, I know yeah. that they're maybe it's because they didn't know. Maybe if they think be. That, that there's a trade gonna happen or something, but how can you not put the Suns, man? Put the Suns on Christmas. Yeah, put Booker Give on live TV. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Is there any other teams that like should have? I mean, the Pistons, obviously. Yeah, I want to. Okay, no, I actually I want to know the last time the Pistons played on Christmas. It's got to be. It probably at least ten years. At least ten years. Like at the minimum, though. Yeah, like Josh Smith. Like no way Drummond or Greg Monroe have ever played on Christmas, right? Unless they played with Josh Smith. No, there's no way. Yeah, you're right. It had to have been like, oh man. It had to have been like 05, 06. Yeah. Like just a couple of years after we won the na- the national title, <laughs> the championship. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, next, like I said, on Saturday, I guess we'll make it. We're going to do a college basketball list. We're going to react to these city jerseys, and obviously we'll think of some other stuff to do. Yeah, we'll think of a lot of things. So, Santa's creative. The season is coming up. The NBA season is coming up so soon. College basketball is just here. NFL playoffs are coming soon. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's, be it's gonna it's be exciting. Uh, we haven't actually had a down period in the whole podcast. I know ever since, since like, we ever baseball. since we started back up, like when because we took that break during yeah. uh, COVID, obviously when we didn't see each other and everything. So yeah, we started back up, and this it, it's, it's been, been a go it's go been go. awesome. Yeah, because even when we did when we started back up. There wasn't any sports going on, mm-hmm. but we just started doing our lists, and yeah. that was we did. You know, we started doing so many different lists. Maybe a blossom in disguise. That. Yeah, it really was because I think it blossomed our creativity. I yeah. guess it made us branch out, yeah, forced us for to branch sure. out. Um, episode fifty-eight. Like I say this every time, but I still can't believe we we got fifty-eight episodes. Uh, 
Give us a like on YouTube, subscribe, and hit the download button on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. And if you uh, have your, if you're listening right now, you're probably not because it's almost over. But Spotify Rap just came out. If High Temple Podcast is on your podcast thing, because mine was, it was on mine. Obviously, I spent like an insane amount of time listening, almost as much time as I listened to music, listening to podcasts on Spotify this year, which is nuts. Through the Wire was my number one podcast, though not High Tempo Podcast. It's sad, but uh, if you have High Tempo Podcast and your Spotify wrapped, put us on, put it on like your Instagram story or something. That'd be badass. Yeah, that would be super cool. Because I'd love to see who who has us on yeah, there, and so. then at us. Yeah, and so we'll post it on it. ours too. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the support. Yep, uh, we'll see you Saturday. See you Saturday. Peace.